0: Welcome to Desk Lady Ada.
1: Hey everybody and uh, welcome to Desk Lady Ada. It's me, Lady Ada. You can tell I got my hair repinkified, which is which is good. It means nature's healing. Yep. Uh, with me, Mr. Lady Ada on camera control. That's right. Oh
0: go okay. No. Now I was gonna say, um, we're gonna do this show. We have a thing we're doing. Let me just tell everyone, because you might get your news from all sorts of different sources. New York is amazing right now. There's theater. There's art. There's events everywhere. We, we walked were, into a
1: bunch of people.
0: We were walking around New York City, yeah. and we saw people who spanned all across the U.S., and Lamore ran into some MIT folks. So, like, it's happening. It's happening. Come visit New York over the winter. Go to all these things.
1: Fall, In- is, fall is, like, the best. Spring's it's good, amazing. but fall is, like... Prime, good shopping.
0: It's, it's amazing. The restaurants events, are open. All pop you to, ups. Yeah, like it's no big deal. No one cares about the the vaccines. You show your thing and go in. You have a great time. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay, so let's do some electronics.
1: Okay, cool. Um, to so get a twenty minute show tonight, cause we are gonna go get go. some dinner. We got a reservation, Gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, which is cool. Um, restaurants are back too. And um, okay, so we got a couple things. First up, um, getting back to the. Old designs, I've been trying to kind of catch up with designs like one or two a week because I took a little bit of a break. Um, so, the KB2040 is the board that um, I worked on this week, which is a uh, keyboard control. Because remember, I did all that keyboard stuff kind of in prep for um, the macro pad and the Ada box. And I was like, oh, you know, a lot of these uh, kits um, they use a Pro Micro. So, let's go to the overhead real fast and I'll show off what i'm talking about yeah
0: i work with the um folks over who do a keyboard newsletter it's on our site and everything and i was like hey what would be the best thing possible with all this and so um we're gonna do some giveaways with them right now we're a sponsor of uh one of their contests but you'll see this um in all the keyboard sites soon because we wanted to do like state-of-the-art best thing possible python's on it so lady what did you do
1: so this is the the Pro Micro. So this is actually this is a clone of um, or you know a DIY build of yeah. the SparkFun Pro Micro, which is um, has a certain pinout to it and it has a, a 32U4 Arduino compatible chip and it's got like an Arduino compatible bootloader on it, um, and it's got like a certain row size and row of pins and like the, the, the capabilities like the way the power pins are hooked up and and what the chips can do um, is very specific. Um, this one has a uh, an SMT, which I really don't like. This is an SMT micro USB connector, which is not so great. And so we're like, well, we don't, we you know, we stock um, the Pro Mini. We'll probably stock the Pro Micro as well. Um, but we wanted to do something that was because we added HID support in CircuitPython for the RP2040 and people are really liking it. Like if you're using CircuitPython on the RP2040, chances are like 50% of the people are doing it because they want that native HID support for keyboards. And we did key matrix scanning um, and we're adding um, in, you know, right now we're working on asynchronous uh, concurrency work in CircuitPython so people can do more of that and that's kind of coming along. So we wanted to make a board that you could um going you know, to be kind of drop-in compatible as much as possible. Now, I will say a lot of people who use keyboards are using something like QMK, which is this like um, very interestingly designed and <laughs> developed software. It's, it's definitely got a little bit of the, you know, it like one person developed it, and it's, it's very specific about um, how it works, and it requires like an RTOS, although I don't remember exactly which one, um, and so not all chips are supported. But um, you know, for people who just want to do plain Arduino or they want to do CircuitPython, um, the RP2040 is supported there, even though it's not supported in um, QMK. Although I think eventually someone's going to add QMK support, but I looked at it, and I'm not doing it. Because uh, I, got, I got a lot of shit no. on my plate. Um, so uh, this RP2040 board, um, I was actually inspired a little bit by the um, Elite C, which is a derivative of the 32U4 board, but with um, USB Type-C and a couple other benefits. So let's look real quickly at the computer. That's
0: so, why open source is great, because we're all building on top of multiple things. And, and this, is really, people build off our thing.
1: this is a really good-looking board. i got to say nice this, this, is a board is really nice. It's so one lead. thing I thought was kind of nice is that they broke out the D-plus and D-minus pins up here. And I actually thought that would be really useful because um, a lot of times if you're... Um, if, if you're doing USB stuff, and especially with keyboards where it's like it's mounted on a board, but then maybe you wanna have a different kind of connector or you wanna have the cable go elsewhere, getting to the power ground pins is really easy. Those are, those are exposed through like the raw pin or the VBUS pin. But what you don't have access to is the data plus, data minus, and, and those are just, sometimes they're brought out in some way. So one of the things I did um, in my design is that there's just there's kind of like two pins at the top this is castellated, which is why it's got that weird, you're like, why do you have this really long pads? This is how you make castellated pads, by the way, in Eagle. Is it the official way? I don't know, but this is the way that works. You basically have, you have two um, sets of holes. You have one set of holes here, which you actually can't quite see because this is um, overlapping. Maybe if I press the, no, I will show you. But basically there there's a hole here, and then you have an oval pad that overlaps with it. Um, and I'll show you on the overhead what it looks like at the end. It comes out quite nice as a, as a castellated pad. And, and the board houses know what you're talking about. So um, this this pin here is D- and down here is D+. And then there's this jumper to let you um, get access to, like, the raw USB power. And um, let's go back to the Elite C. Other than that, you know, it's got USB-C, which I like. This has a, um, a sunken USB-C, which I'm kind of into, but it's also... Um, would take up a lot of space so I decided to go with like a, a plane mounted one and um, this board also has um, you know edge connectors here which I decided I wanted to STM32 port and two buttons which is actually very similar to SparkFun they made a, a RP2040 Pro Micro and I was like that's a really good idea so I kind of kind of combined um, kind of a little bit of
0: both Fun of- Trivia the SparkFun Pro Micro Arduino is the only Open hardware certified Arduino.
1: Oh, is that so? Yep. The Pro Micro or the Pro Mini, really? That. Yeah.
0: Whatever the ones the Spark SparkFun did.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: That's a trivia thing.
1: That is cool. Um, That's a new thing. So statement. check check out Desk Authority because they, they do have a whole bunch of these boards. And then you know, this is example because I, I was like what you know what are they used for? So there's often these little kits. Um, so this is like a sixteen key kit, and um, this is what it looks like in the end. It's like a sixteen. It's a four by four key kit. And you DIY it, and, you know, basically what's nice about when people use Pro Micros is um, they're, um, you know, it's a very standard small pinout um, that people use, and then all you need is some through-hole diodes um, along with it and these through-hole buttons. So it basically takes a project that would be, you know, it's interesting. It's people that go, how are people going to prototype with SMT microcontrollers because like back in the day you could get dip microcontrollers like you know that that Mega series came in dip, um, but none of the USB chips come in dip. What are you gonna do? Well, you end up just using kind of like an, a a, a y type thing. And the the RP twenty forty Pico is much much cheaper. Of course, it's sold kind of like at cost from um, the Raspberry Pi Foundation, but it's much much bigger. And I wanted to have something that's pin compatible. Um, so one of the things they did while debugging it is you know you want to make sure that all the pins are aligned right. And um, we have this the pretty pin script that we worked on a couple of months ago that allowed us to auto-generate these very beautiful pinout diagrams. And and the way that works is um, it's basically just a total like disgusting mess of Python code I wrote. And and it actually parses out, you know, you, you give it this uh, CSV file which tells you each GPIO what it is. And then it parses the pins.c file in um circuit python and it parses the Arduino Pin definition file as well. Um, if you look at the code, it really does some really horrible, wonderful things where it includes the Arduino core and then compiles it with a main C that printfs um, the pin definitions out instead of trying to actually parse it because it's easier to just have it you know, print out um, all the pins for you. And then it kind of mushes it all together and gives you this combination, which displays the CircuitPython name, the Arduino pin name, and then all the peripherals that are available on um, those pins in color-coded order. And it's a total pain to add new boards, but once I've added a board, you know, we can kind of rip through and and do them. Um, One of the reasons I did this is, one, um, I want to document boards because people are like, I want these pin diagrams. And folks in the community were like, hey, I'll generate a pin diagram for you. And they were very, very kind and were very, very grateful for the people who've done that. However, there was always one typo. Um, and it's not their fault. It's really, really, really hard to make a pin diagram from scratch um, without making a human error. It's like everything's like PB01, 00, but that's not necessarily D0. You know, it's very easy to get things um, mixed up quite easily. And so um, having this automatic generation, first off, we get beautiful diagrams, but also when I'm checking that I muxed all the pins right, I get, to see, I get a big picture of all the pin muxing which really helps make sure that, like, okay, you know, do I really have um, a UART on D0 and D1? And I can read over here and be like, okay, yeah, I have, you know, a UART, TX is in the right place, RX. The- I mean, they test them in software, but it's always good to just have another another thing. All you know, the analog pins are in the right place, and they're all labeled right. Um, just It's just another check. So um, this is probably going to come out soon. Um, I'm going to try ordering from PCBWay. If you click on the um advanced pcb search. it takes longer but they do have pink available they have some cool yeah. colors orange and transparent and gray
0: we're gonna have all totally of the pink. colors uh eventually for all of our boards in a variety of ways so stay tuned to that
1: yeah um, just so remember you have to click on advance it's not the standard or proto it's yeah. just you're gonna pay a little bit more and it's gonna take two weeks okay right. so that's that and that in that and so the next thing as we lead in so it's like what's the next board i'm I'm trying to finish is um so i'm setting up the keyboard 2040 that pcb was sent down i'm gonna get the tester and so we'll fab that soon thank you very much and then um next step um i wanted to um make a little stepper motor driver also these are kind of a standard pinout and um i wanted to it's people tend to use like the allegro like i think it's the a 9488 or 9844 or something it's a very standard stepper controller that's used in um 3d printers Uh, obviously i don't want to manufacture 3d printers but these stepper motor controllers are kind of in a very standard pinout and i thought it would be cool to make a feather wing, maybe that takes them or like a motor hat um and so i was like i want to make one as well and we saw that uh st um has this a nice motor driver that they're starting to compete um with very uh high step resolution i think it's like one 32nd of a step um, which is really great and ST makes really good motor drivers and so i thought i'd make a, i started sketching out the um design of one of these um controller boards using this the ST spin low voltage stepper motor drivers low low voltage 10 volts you know which is still well within um, a lot of people's uh you know voltage driving range. they want to drive 8 9 volts um maybe 5 volt stepper motors and um you know, up to 1.3 amps. Um, one thing that was interesting is as I was doing um, the design for this is that um, to do, you know, there's there's stepper motor controlling, but all, there's also uh, current limiting. Um, and that's important because um, with stepper motors, you're often, as they heat up, you know, the resistance changes a little bit. You want to drive them as a, at a constant current. And so there's the sense resistor. And the sense resistor is is a current sense resistor. Um, it's not a current it's not a current mirrored sense resistor. So um, this resistor actually has to be uh, quite high wattage in order to handle the 1.3 amps times 1.3 amps times, you know, whatever the the resistance is that sets that current. Um, And uh, so it it takes a little bit different. I think we covered surface mount resistors, but I wanted to do a great search where we talk about um, not just resistors, but current sense resistors. So if we have a last question before we go to the great search, That'll be The Great Search.
0: We're going to do The Great Search right now. Okay. Where in the world is
1: that
0: part I need? The Great Search with DigiKey. The Great Search brought to you by DigiKey and h Thank you, DigiKey, for supporting The Great Search. Every single week, Lady Ada uses the power of engineering to find you all the things on digikey.com. Lady Ada, what is The Great Search this week?
1: Okay, so this week I am working on the ST Spin breakout board. It's an ST... Um, uh stepper motor driver with current limiting and it uses uh resistors to ver- you know make sure that the current limiting stays within the desired limit um and uh to do that you know we need to have this uh breakout board that we're designing and it's a fixed size but we need to have these kind of large current sense resistors. so i want to show how i found the current sense resistors of my dreams let's go to the um computer i'll show you the design so this is the um data sheet for the ST-spin 220 um, to see the stepper motor and then there is uh, two resistors one for each coil um, and this resistor actually has the current pass through it and so you really it, it's quite a high-power resistor and um, if we search for you know you can you can determine what was this resist, sense resistor you want the sense resistor sets the uh, current limit. So uh, I'm going to follow the data sheet uh, recommendation values, but of course, depending on the step of motor you want to drive, whether you want to drive it at a full 1.3 amps or a little bit higher, maybe 1.5 or 1, whatever, you know, do the math. But in this case, it's um, 0.33 ohms. So it's 330 milliohms, right? Because it's a, it's current sensing. Um, you want to measure the voltage going over it and the volt the current is quite high. Um, so in this case, uh, we're dealing with a 0.33 ohm resistor times you know maybe 1.25 amps times 1.25 amps so it's it's you know over half a watt right because it's uh, voltage times current is um power but we don't know the voltage necessarily in this case so it's just current times current times resistance which is like the same thing and um it's over half a watt and that's not Usually, when people are, are just buying resistors, you know, you're buying a 402s or 603s. You don't care about the wattage because it's a pull-up resistor or a signal resistor or a voltage divider. The amount of current going through is like under a milliamp, and so that you know you'll, you're never going to get over a quarter watt or a tenth of a watt or a sixteenth of a watt. Um, and so you can use um, these little itsy bitsy resistors. Um, but in this case, these current sense resistors, because there is a full amp plus going through them, um, the wattage is quite high, which means Physically, the package has to be larger in order to dissipate that much current, Um, which is why you see on like our INA219 or other uh, uh, current sensing or power sensing uh, breakout boards, there's this big ass like, you know, 0.1 ohm resistor. Um, That's what the current is passing through. and It has to be really large in, in order to dissipate that heat. Um, one thing you know, early, early in your engineering design, you'll probably spec the wrong size resistor for a current sense resistor because it's, it's easy to be like, oh, I'll just put an 0805 or six oh three, and then um, it'll immediately overheat and melt off, and it'll be uh, super cool because this resistor will just go right off your board, pop. Um, so let's go to DigiKey to find a current sense resistor. Um, so again, I'm going to follow that uh, data sheet recommendation. They say 330 milliohms, one watt, why one watt? Because you don't want to have a half a watt if it's, you know, like you give yourself some headroom, right, you never know. There could be ambient uh, temperature rises. It could be plus or minus 10%. So they they recommend one watt and we'll we'll go with that. Um, So in this case, uh, we can look for uh, this resistor. I know it's like, you know, you think you search for current sense, but even though um, current sense resistor is what I would consider a subclass of resistor, um, it's not sold separately than plain resistors. Um, there are chassis mount resistors and such, but you know in this and adjustable power resistors which are kind of specialized. but in this case it really is just it's just a resistor with a very high wattage. Um, so first off we're only going to look at stuff that's in stock and active because I'm, I'm, I want to purchase them and I also want spec <laughs> them.
0: You might want to purchase them. I want to purchase them. Make sure you can purchase the things that you want.
1: Well, there's always like thousands of, you know, the resistors, are, there's literally a million different resistors. And so I'm like, look, I just want to get the ones that I can buy. Um, for resistance, um, you know, you can uh, put in, I'll actually use these limit boxes. So let's go from, you know, 250 to 350 milliohms. So that's kind of nice. It, it will select for me um,
0: okay.
1: the, the, the area. Like I guess if mm-hmm. you can't select both. And then, of course, the most important thing is uh, that wattage. So under power watts, go down here and select one watt. Now, there's 0.75 watts, and I don't know. You can, you can also select that, but I'm going to stick to one. And then, you know, I, I think as I, as I really, you know, because I'm just laying out the design to test it. Um, as I do more testing, I can actually verify, like, how much wattage am I burning off of this resistor, and then if I can get away with 0.75, you know, because it's still more headroom than necessary, but I have to... Um, you want to you know verify that tolerance one percent five percent it doesn't matter I mean c- current sensor resistors are not going to get high precision because they're they're just differently made um, they're they're meant to dissipate a lot of heat and in fact if you look um, there's some cool weird um, resistors out here first off um, they can come in you know uh, diode mouth because physically they're just larger they can dissipate more current. Um, See, there was a really cool one. I don't know if it's There's one where you could actually see that was like three elements in it. Let me uh, let me go with stock. Is it this one? No, there was just, oh yeah, here it is. So this is kind of cool. I saw this. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So you can literally see there are three resistors in parallel yeah. so that each one can dissipate and it has a little bit of this you know, space in between them. So it, it's, you know, it's the old hack of like, oh, you need a like half watt resistor, you only have a quarter watt. You pick twice the resistance and double them up and, and you get twice the wattage and half the resistance. Um, okay, same thing, but done for you in SMT format. <laughs> so one thing... Um, I do want to note is, you know, which i have never seen before and you do have to watch out for is it's like, it's an 0805, but it's wide style, right? It's the wrong way. It's, it's like couch style or whatever. It's, um, you, you don't connect across the pads and that's important because, um, you know, usually for this resistance, you, you get twenty five twelve, right? Which is, which is kind of massive, um, for a resistor. I mean, we can, um, I think uh, this is the resistor right yeah so this is 1206 here's a 1206 on my board um, and if you change this package to 2512 it's like half the board is this resistor I couldn't fit two of these and so in this design normally I go with price and I don't care about size because who cares but like I am fixed I have to have it in this package so that this breakout board can fit into like the standard you know 3d printing uh, stepper motor controller so the size of it is important um in which case i'm going to do what i normally don't do which is uh make sure that i don't have these massive packages so i'm gonna say you know 12 10 20, 10. i don't even want 2010 to be honest i kind of want the smallest possible I think kind of 1218 or 1206 is the largest, and that'll really um, reduce the number down. And um, let me see if I can see what. This was the 0805 wide, but this is a weird package. Oh, okay. so what happened is, is because it's a weird package, it actually doesn't appear here anymore. Aha. So let me go back. So under supplier device, I think I need to click this little. Tick. Yeah. So what I ended up doing is that the one I found is oh, interesting it did not it didn't, one moment. It was let me get rid of this package case. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's sometimes called 0805 or 0508. Um, so I did find this one, um, which I really liked because it has uh, 48,000 stock, which I really like. Um, however, like I said, it's it's weird. It's it's like sideways style. So I actually have to, in Eagle CAD, make a new package because there actually is no default resistor package that I've already used that is this like wide style. Um, but what's nice is that it's a really good price. It's like, you know, under 20 cents per resistor. And it's 0805, which will like fit quite nicely. It's just like it's just what you know it's just it's just backwards um so you know one thing i learned is is that as you saw when you're searching for the packages just be careful because it's like you call this 0805 but it's actually not it's 0508 and and i see this whenever you're dealing with stuff like um resistor networks and other like kind of non-standard like not Jelly bean, um resistors and capacitors if they come in a slightly unusual package um, sometimes you have to be a little bit flexible on how you you use the search terms to determine it because this would be categorized under 0805, even though like technically it's not. And then, of course, uh, don't forget you have to create a new um, package layout in KiCad or Eagle if it doesn't exist yet because this is an unusual package. But that said, um, this is you know a very small resistor for this size, and it'll fit very nicely in my design. So I haven't done that... Um, The layout for that uh, 0508 but it'll be about this size just you know slightly different you know layout and this this will give me plenty of space. you know I can have two of these and and not worry about um, taking up too much space on my my tiny little board so um, current sense resistors very interesting Uh, you know I've never had to pick one based on size but as long as you're kind of flexible with your your package options um, you can get something quite small and there's a lot of it in stock
0: and that's a great search. Where in the world is that part I need? A great search with DJ King. Okay, cool. Okay, one uh, quick question. Yeah. Uh, and then I one is for you to answer, The one I'll answer. Um, so since all this park shortage stuff, so how many new eagle footprints have you had to make because you're you know, does you know using different parts than you usually do?
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm actually not using different parts. I'm trying to um, use the same parts that I can get. So, it's I'm actually being a little less. You're
0: um, not redesigning. You're just like
1: I'm not redesigning for new different things. I'm trying to design using existing things. If that okay. makes sense.
0: And then someone was asking, "Am I doing this remote?" No, no I'm actually physically. I'm like four feet away.
1: You're he's just closer closer hi he's right there oh that would be cool if that was green screened bonk
0: (laughs) am i the puppet or are you the puppet yeah okay
1: okay that's the show thanks everybody thanks everybody Uh, thanks for coming by lots of
0: good conversations in the chat and more thank you so much we'll do our weekly shows all week and we'll see you next week that is your desk of lady ada bye for this week